welcome to the Nutrition by Samantha podcast. I'm your host, Samantha, nutritionist who is on a mission to cut through the nutrition confusion and help you become the healthiest version of you. In this podcast, you'll find expert advice on all things binge and emotional eating, sustainable fat loss, sports nutrition, and all things in between. I hope you leave each episode inspired and empowered to make smarter eating choices. Now, let's get into the episode. Hello, welcome to today's episode. So in today's episode, we are chatting about restrictive eating patterns. What are the signs of restrictive eating? What happens when we are too restrictive on our weight loss journey? My experience as a young adult and also as a bikini competitor with restrictive eating and why we want to learn balance with our eating and my tips for eating without restriction. So before we get into today's episode, I wanted to give my nutrition recommendation for today. So it is miso eggplant. So if you have never had miso eggplant or you don't like miso, or you don't like eggplant at all, (laughs) you are missing out. So if you've ever been to a Japanese restaurant, you might've seen miso eggplant on the menu or it's, I think it's called like eggplant deganaku i think um it's absolutely amazing and you can make it from home and it's what i've been doing the past week every single day is making miso eggplant to have with my dinner so what you'll do is if you get like a big eggplant i want you to slice it in half long ways and then with one half you're going to slice it diagonally across the eggplant and then the opposite way slice it diagonally again so you pretty much have like diamonds in your eggplant so once you've got that put your pan on really really hot with some oil um, extra virgin olive oil fyi that is the best oil you should be using so use your extra virgin olive oil Um, you can use a spray or actually get pouring oil so if you do get the pouring oil be mindful of how much you do use but it will just make it a bit easier to cook with when you use a pouring oil i think now once you've got that um put your eggplant on the pan and then put the miso paste over the top of the eggplant so you want to have the eggplant facing like the purple part facing on the pan and then the um the white part is facing upwards so put the the egg the miso paste on the eggplant on the top and make sure it gets into all the creases um once it's like starting to like crisp up on the bottom flip it over and have it on a low heat and then let that cook and it'll take a while but pretty much you want the whole eggplant to be nice and soft it's absolutely amazing so you can get miso paste from Coles or Woolies um, and then you can top it with like sesame seeds or some spring onion it's bloody delicious I know a lot of people don't like eggplant but it's actually my favorite vegetable so highly recommend it so Let's get into this um, restrictive eating and what that looks like, how to avoid it, and what my experience pretty much was. So just before I get started, I do want to say that I am sitting in the um, one of our spare bedrooms because where I live, we have the house behind us that's um, building and the house next to us that's building too. So it's just lots of construction going on and I found this is probably the quietest room to be able to do it in. Um, so if you hear banging or noise, I'm sorry, but it's, it's the neighbors building their house. So can't really control it, which is annoying. Now, 
Let's start with what are the signs of restrictive eating that you will see in yourself? So you could be experiencing things like low mood, irritability, hair loss, loss of menstrual cycle, nutrient deficiencies, so iron deficiency or like a B12 deficiency, binge eating, low metabolism. So if you are really being really restrictive, you might find your metabolism is start to slow down headaches, difficulty focusing, avoiding foods you enjoy, low energy in workouts, so you can't really finish your workouts, plus so, so much more. So they're the signs that you could be restrictive eating. So when we are being too restrictive, one of the biggest things I see happening is that it leads to binge eating and emotional eating as well, but mostly binge eating. So think about it this way. Your body is really happy and comfortable where it's at. It doesn't want to change. Nobody likes change, including your body, and it will do whatever it can to stay at the weight it is at. So if you're being really restrictive, trying to lose weight, our body is going to fight against that. It's going to be like, dude, this is not working. I don't like this. Why are you trying to lose me? I'm going to make sure we do everything possible to make sure you gain this weight back so we are nice and comfortable. So what this would look like is being really restrictive all day. The time the afternoon comes or nighttime comes, your body is like, dude, I need food now signal food cravings let's get this body some food and then you're like oh my god I need to eat so much food right now to be able to maintain my weight so that is a sign of how your body is going to be trying to avoid weight loss so when it comes to weight loss we don't want to be in this point of restriction where it's just making it so flipping hard to lose weight. We want it to be easy. And to be honest, most of my clients do find following their plan quite easy because we are not being so restrictive. So I always make sure that my clients are feeling full at the end of the day, not hungry, not um, like they're deprived of certain foods, just so it doesn't lead to binging. Now, when I was younger, I did have a few times when I found I was being really restrictive. So I thought I would chat about my experiences with that. So pretty much in my early 20s or very late teens, like 19, 20 to maybe 23, 24 years old, I was, I'm going to say obsessed. I'm, I'm going to use the word obsessed with eating healthy and I don't think it was from a weight loss perspective. I just wanted to be the healthiest version of myself. I didn't need to lose weight. I was a healthy weight. So I think it was from just trying to be super healthy and it got a bit obsessive. I remember reading every single label, making sure there was no added ingredient. I was obsessed with making sure I knew what every single ingredient in my food was. And if there was an ingredient that I didn't understand or couldn't read or pronunciate, I wouldn't eat it. It was really ridiculous, to be honest. However, although I tried to be so healthy and quotation marks clean throughout the day, I remember once it got later in the day, I would be like, holy mother of Lord, I need food. I am flipping starving. So I would look in the pantry. I'd try to find anything I could 
I was living at home at the time, so mum always had lots of different biscuits and chocolates and things like that in the cupboard that I could eat. So I'd like eat a heap of them and then I'd be like, oh my God, why have I done that? Why can I not just eat really healthy? What is wrong with me? And I did that literally every single day. I would try to eat really healthy and then I would be like, I need food because my body's like, dude, you need food. And then I'd just binge on whatever I could find. And then I'd be like, Sam, you are worthless. Why are you doing this? Start again tomorrow. Be more determined. Be more disciplined. And I'd just do that over and over and over again. And looking back on it now, I obviously can see where I went wrong. I was just way too restrictive. I wouldn't eat anything that I didn't know what it was like the ingredients if I didn't know I just wouldn't eat it like it's it was yeah it was just beyond obsession to be honest um I also remember when I was younger my parents and family got fish and chips I'm sure it happened on multiple occasions but I think the one that remember that I remember the most was when we got fish and chips and I remember locking myself in my room so I wouldn't be tempted to go out and eat some chips like how insane is that um now, looking back on it, I know I can obviously eat fish and chips and still be a healthy person. So that's just an insight as to what my mindset was like then. And that's why I find it so important to make sure my clients are able to find that balance with their diet because I don't want them to be so restrictive or obsessed with um, like eating really well that they're not able to enjoy life because that's not fun. Dieting should be, well, it's not easy, but it can be easy if you have the right guidance and the right knowledge to to do it moving on to 2017 which was when i did my first bikini competition and also my last will i do it again no i love cocktails and over dinners way too much but anyway when you're doing a bikini comp in your mind you're always thinking i need to step on stage in a bikini i ain't eating anything that shouldn't be put in my mouth so even then I was really restrictive and obviously this was for the point of weight loss in particular losing fat and leaning up so I can step on stage and be like a competitor however once my competition ended so by then I had lost 10 kilos so I lost 10 kilos for my bikini comp And then afterwards, my weight obviously started to go back up again. Even though my weight went, kept on going up back to where it was previously, I was just at a point where I felt so deprived that I just could not stop thinking about food. So my comp was in May. And then I remember it took until September to actually be okay with not feeling like I needed food right then and there. So I remember going to... Coles at like 11 o'clock at night it was pretty late like you know it's late when Coles has one of the roller doors down and they're like get the hell out of the store I want to go home and I'm rocking up like I need Oreos um yeah so it was pretty late and I remember sitting yeah sitting at home thinking I need to get this food so I went to Coles roller doors were down I'm like holy shit it's really late now how embarrassing is this just to get Oreos like it was ridiculous But that was just a result of being so restrictive for so, so long. So I was dieting for like five months, even though at the start of it, I was eating to gain muscle. I was doing it in a healthy, I suppose you call it healthy, but wasn't, but like a clean, I suppose, quotation marks, clean way. So I was eating 
nutritious foods. I wasn't bulking by eating a bit of chocolate or cookies or whatever the heck it is. It was through like clean food, which is really hard to do if you're trying to put on weight. So it was a really long time of being very restrictive. And when you are restrictive for so long, it can be really hard mentally to go back to um, the way your eating was prior. So because by the time I ended my comp, I was barely had anything apart from vegetables and protein in my diet. So even going back to adding like almond milk into my diet was like, oh my God, I can eat, I can have almond milk now. <gasps> what if I get fat now? Oh my God, I'm going to put on weight. So that was my mindset because I had restricted so many foods that eating anything else on top of this was like, <gasps> this is how I'm going to gain weight. And then Aside from that, it was also going back to the Oreos, which I think I just skipped by, but going back to that with the Oreos, I was just like, like I felt like if I didn't eat it then and there, I would never eat it again. That's how deprived I was at the time and it took ages to get out of that mindset. So that's sort of what I'm getting at with it can take a while to, to not feel like you need the foods anymore. And this is what I don't want for my clients to I don't want them to be in a place where they're restricting so much that as soon as they finish working with me, they're trying to look for any food in sight to try and eat um, because it's not healthy and you should be able to have everything in moderation. So I suppose, I suppose you're thinking, Sam, I want to lose weight and I only know how to do it by being restrictive. So how the heck am I meant to do it and have balance? Because to be honest, if you don't know how to do it, it's actually quite hard without just restricting everything from your diet. So my number one recommendation would be to learn your calories in your food and to understand calorie awareness. When you under when you are able to understand calorie awareness, you are able to know portion sizes, what's a reasonable amount, how much I should be having calorie wise, and how I can make that fit into my diet. So that will be my number one tip. And I would use my fitness power to be able to track calories, not necessarily track to know how much you're eating, but just so you understand what you're eating and the calories that are in there. And it'll make it a whole lot easier for you to make informed choices when it comes to eating. Like, do I really want to have this? Is it worth it? Is this worth me eating right now? And sometimes a piece of chocolate will be heck yes. And sometimes a piece of chocolate will be like, nah, it's not really worth it right now. So it's good to understand the calories in food. My second tip would be to, once you understand the calories, to create a plan moving forward with your eating. So plan out your meals every single week. This is so important. And in that plan, include your fun foods or your soul foods that you want to include. And you want to eat each week. So if you love chocolate and you restrict it, it's only going to be so long until you binge on chocolate because you're restricting from it. So include it in your diet, learn the portion control for it, and it'll make it a whole lot easier to stick to your diet. Second with um, portion control would be to pick portioned foods. So just say you love ice cream. Instead of getting ice cream in a um, in a what's it called, a, a tub, get the ice cream on the stick instead. This is so much easier to practice portion control. Another tip could be instead of buying a big bag of chips, buy the kids packs of chips and, and have them. 
because sometimes when we open the bag, we don't stop until the bag's finished. Whereas if we buy the portion packs, we'll probably stop once the pack is finished. And that way we've had like 100 calories instead of like 700 calories. So that's another good tip that I used for my clients is to buy the pre-portioned foods. And my last tip to eat without restriction is to learn how to practice mindful eating. So listening to your hunger fullness cues. So if you're out for dinner enjoying a nice pasta with some garlic bread and some wine, yum, listen to your fullness cues. Stop eating when you're about a 7 or an 8 out of 10 in fullness. You don't need to eat past this because you will end up just feeling so uncomfortable afterwards that you wish you just stopped when you were feeling comfortable. And with the rest of the meal, you can just take that home with you. You don't have to finish everything that's on your plate in front of you. You can take it home or just leave it. A really good chat I had with a client the other day was that we were talking about how um, to not feel like you need to finish your plate. So either way, you most likely will feel some level of guilt. You'll feel guilt for not finishing your plate or you'll feel guilt for overeating and being uncomfortably full and knowing that wasn't very good for you to, to do that. So pick your battles with that. I personally would love, I would prefer to leave food on my plate and be okay with that rather than overeat and feel uncomfortable afterwards. So with that, you, I suppose you do need to be okay with leaving food on your plate and try not to feel guilty about it. It's either leaving food on your plate or overeating. Usually there's no in between. So pick your battles there. Now, there are a couple of tips for restriction and not being restrictive while still losing weight. Now, if you are trying to lose weight, you're probably like, am I being too restrictive? I'm not too sure if I'm really being restrictive right now. So here's a few things I would like you to think about right now if you are currently dieting. Are you skipping meals out with friends in the name of weight loss? Are you banning foods from your diet, like carbs and chocolate? Are you being way too obsessive over every ingredient in your food? If any of these sort of ring a bell for you, most likely you are being too restrictive. So go back to the start of this episode, have a listen through at my tips for um, eating without restriction because please know you don't have to be so restrictive with your food to lose weight. I love to show my clients how they lose weight while always enjoying their fun foods or going out for dinners and meals. It's great to see them practice that balance. And the biggest takeaway I honestly think my clients get from, from the feedback they've given me is that they are now able to listen to their fullness cues and they believe that that is the biggest difference that has been made on their weight loss journey. Because if they're able to listen to their fullness cues, they are able to eat balanced meals, have some treats and not overeat. And to be honest, overeating will be the cause of weight gain. So they're all my tips for today for chatting about restrictive eating please follow me on Instagram at nutrition underscore by Samantha. Over there, I post lots of sustainable weight loss tips. So please follow me there for some more tips that you can implement into your day. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe if you are interested in listening to more podcasts. Otherwise, I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.